If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. Offices open, my friends. Hope everybody's having a, a very good Thursday. We've got a big Thursday night game today. Big, big uh, divisional rivalry here. Big divisional rivalry game. Steelers and the Browns. And I don't know, I just did my article for full-time fantasy. I don't know if I like many players in this game. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I know I should be feeling it, but I, I just don't know if I am. I think that it's one of those games where it's, I don't know, a good real-life game, if you could say that. But fantasy-wise, I just, I'm not digging it. And maybe that's, sometimes, we've talked about this before. Just when you least, when you think you know something in in the NFL, you know nothing. Right? When you think you know something in the NFL, you realize, I know absolutely nothing. So maybe here I am thinking, this game is going to suck. But you know what? Maybe if it's like 37-31 in overtime, something like that, and I'll be on the radio tomorrow going, wow, that game was really great, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I know I'm not really interested in starting Mason Rudolph. Do you know why? Because he stinks. I don't want to start... Let's see. I don't want to start... Baker Mayfield, because I don't trust him, right? Mason Rudolph is just not good. I thought he was going to be much better than he, than he turned out to be. I, you know, I watched this guy play in college. I really liked what I saw. He was drafted by the Steelers. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm getting behind that. This could be Roethlisberger's replacement. Now I'm watching it going, no, this really isn't good. And here's the interesting thing. Without cheating, I'm going to give him a lot of credit. He's, he's thrown touchdown passes, and he hasn't thrown that many interceptions, right? He's 11 touchdowns to four interceptions. That's good. Now, I'm going to give you his yardage. You ready? 112, 174, 229, 131, 251, 191, 242. How do you feel about starting him? Four games under, under, four, under 200 yards. That's not good at all. That's not good at all. Baker, as we discussed yesterday, more interceptions than touchdowns. And I I can't get behind starting him tonight. Steelers' defense has been good. I mean, not great, but I think the Minka Fitzpatrick trade has really helped them. Solidified that back. 
Still not the biggest Joe Hayden fan. Guy always pulls, pulls a jersey. But I think it's helped them. So that I wake up this morning saying, hey, you know, I feel like this is a Baker's, Baker day. No, never. I mean, did you know that Baker Mayfield, let's see, in his last five games, 100 yards, good job, two interceptions, 249 and three, 194 yards and one, 273 and 238. Keep up the good work, kid. You're doing great. I don't know. Not liking that. Now let's get to the, the running backs. Connor's going to play tonight, which I think is one of the best things to happen for the Steelers because I think he's the engine. Without Connor, that team was, was off course. Samuels couldn't run the football. Could catch it, but he couldn't run it. They really could have used Benny Snell over the past couple of weeks, but he's been out injured as well. I like Connor tonight. I think he gets 20 touches. But first game back, can you really rely on him? I, I hope so. If I'm, J- I'm a Jalen Samuels owner, I'm really petrified tonight because I think Jalen Samuels sees very few snaps because this team needs Connor to produce. The problem with Samuels is this. When Samuels is out there, the wide receivers weren't doing anything because they were throwing all the balls to Samuels. It's not helpful. It's not helpful. You know, you got to give the ball to your wide receivers. So I would start Connor with no problem. Samuels, I don't feel great about. What about for Cleveland? I feel good about Nick Chubb, but do I feel great about Nick Chubb? I feel good. Guy should have 15 to 20 touches. I mean, he is their arguably best or second best player. Right? But you have to deal with Kareem Hunt because Kareem Hunt got 11 touches last week, four rushes, seven receptions. He's going to get between 8 to 12 touches, assume, and, that, and that's not even assuming that they're losing. If the Steelers are up by 10, you're going to see more Kareem Hunt. I mean, of course we're starting Nick Chubb, but I think we could start Chubb and Hunt, especially Hunt in the PPR league. At wide receiver, my problem is the following. Juju Smith-Schuster, oh my God, it's been bad. Do you know that in the last, was it five weeks, Juju's had, is it six weeks? Five or six weeks, I have to check. Juju's had three games of 16 yards or less. 16 yards. I mean, what are you winning, right? So it's been 15 yards, 75, 7, 103, 16, 44. I don't know if I can start him. I like Deontay Johnson. Don't know if I can start him. Maybe I can start James Washington. And you know what? Don't tell me a million times about Oklahoma State. I want to hear it. Actually, I think that helps because Mason Rudolph is comfortable throwing to James Washington. Maybe he's the one guy to start tonight. I'm not sure. I know I'm starting Beckham. I know I'm starting Beckham. I don't feel great about Landry because I don't think Beckham and Landry can both produce in the same game. That's what it's come to for Baker Mayfield. So be careful tonight. It's the beginning of our new week. I'm Dr. Roto. I'm back right after this. TV Channel 719. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Dr. Oda with you here. I'm with Full-Time Fantasy. Check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50. We'll give you 50% off your first two months. Still not too late to join. We'll help you get to the finish line. You're at, you're at a crucial point, right? You're at week 11. Got to make the right decisions next couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden, the fantasy playoffs. All right, speaking of making the crucial decisions, let's get to Kyle in Virginia. What's up, Kyle? How are you? Doing great. Uh, I need uh, one running back and two flexes. Am I, am I uh, player options? So what? Go ahead, Kyle. What, give me what? Give me your players. Yeah, uh, Tony Coleman, David Williams, Singletary, Cooper Cup, and Sanu. Uh, I need two flexes, one. All right. So I'm starting Tevin Coleman 100. percent I'm starting Cooper Cup 100%. I'm starting Singletary. All right. Thank you. Okay. Good luck. Craig in Texas. What's up, dude? Well, I'm in a weekly uh, fantasy football with the uh, DraftKings. Okay. And I'm always either in the money, top three in the money. I usually in the money three or four times a year, but I'm always fourth or fifth pretty much. Okay. And I'm looking, look, I'm liking a good defense. But I just can't make my mind up. I got Oakland. I thought they'd be a good matchup with Cincinnati. Yeah, no, I mean, look. I, so he, let's talk about that for a second. Let me uh, let me look something up for you here. Okay, give me one second. I'm going to go to DraftKings as we speak, and I'm going to help you out here. So let me look at Sunday's games. The Millionaire. Be careful with what we call a chalky defense. You know what I mean by a chalky defense? That's the one that everybody's uh, going to play, right? Right. So I tend, to, I tend to avoid the chalk defense of the week. Now, no offense, but I think the Raiders are the chalk defense because everybody knows that they're playing Cincinnati and Cincinnati's horrible. So what I think there's two ways to go about it. I think you could fade up or you can fade down, okay? Fading up means be willing to spend even more money and pay more money on a defense than most people do because a lot of people don't like to spend a lot of money on defense. Okay? Or you right. could go and spend less money on a defense. You know, I've, I've also, you know, spent like 1500 bucks on like the Cardinals. And then I could spend more money on my actual team. So be careful going with what I call the chalk. Because if it's, cap- if it's a Captain Obvious pick, everybody's on it too. Right. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Appreciate it. 
Oh, okay. yeah, it makes sense. 100% okay. makes good sense. Okay, good luck. All right, man? Appreciate you it. it. You got it. Yeah, so looking at this week's uh, DK, as long as I'm here, uh, I am intrigued by the Cardinals at 1,500. Let me ask you this. Cardinals get two sacks. Jimmy G throws a pick. All of a sudden, they paid off their 1,500 right away. If for 3x, I only need five points. That's not that hard to come by. I'm not going to be on the Lions. I'm not going to be on the Bengals for sure. I'm not going to be on the Texans. Broncos, maybe. Let me see. I kind of like the Redskins a little bit. I like the Redskins a little bit because the Jets are horrific on offense. I might be willing, like I said, to pay up for the 49ers or Bills. I think that might be interesting. I'll tell you this. I'll give you a team that's interesting, who's cheap. How about the Dolphins? They're starting to play inspired football. And Josh Allen's always good to make a, a mistake here or there. But here's what I try to do when I'm doing fantasy defenses, especially on DraftKings. I try to work my entire team first and then see what defense I'm left with. I very rarely go, oh, let me start with the Saints defense. Let me plug them in and work around that. Get the guys in, get your core in, get your team in, and then let's see how much money you have left. And then let's figure it out. But I will say this, and I think I am as victim as, this, as anybody. When you look at your first, when you take your first pass at DraftKings or FanDuel, and you're like, oh, I like this guy. Everybody else is saying the same thing, right? Let's look at quarterback for a second. Oh, Derek Carr, 6,100. That's, that's a good deal. You and everybody else, my dude. You and everybody else. That just became your cash game play. You're not playing Derek Carr in a GPP because chances are you're most likely not going to win with him. Right? See the difference? Everybody knows it's a good play. If we all know it's a good play, too much ownership. And remember, the key in DFS is to have a couple of players, not every player, but have a couple of players with low ownership. Right? That's the key. I think people think that the entire roster needs to be contrarian. That's not true. You can have a pretty, you could have some chalk. You can have some chalk, but you have to have one or two guys that are different because if everything is chalky, you're not going to win. And I want you to be my rich friend. I do. So you got to have that one or two plays that are just, you know, off the beaten track. Now, there's a difference between contrarian and crazy. And many of us toe that line on a weekly basis. But... So, for example, one of my friends last week texted me and goes, dude, I had Mixon. I go, really? I wouldn't have had Joe Mixon. Not at all. Let me get that text. He said he, would have, he had Joe Mixon. I thought he was insane. But he said to me he had him. And then, please hold. Oh, here it is. Please continue to hold. Thank you for holding. Yeah. I said, really, Mixon? How could anyone have seen that coming? He goes, checkdowns from a rookie quarterback and not a great Ravens run defense. So that was contrarian. You played Joe Mixon. Now, the funny thing was, we talked about Joe Mixon on this show a couple of weeks ago. I remember saying, I think I liked Mixon when they played the Rams. And I know Big Phil, remember, he, he was going to play him too. And we both thought that was not, you know what? We were a week off. We weren't that far off. We had the guy just the wrong week. So this week, you got to find your own Joe Mixon. Who's this week's Joe Mixon? Let me tell you who it's not. Please, I want to beg you something now. Please don't be playing David Johnson anymore. I don't know if you watched last week's game. If you didn't, please go check the highlights. If that guy's running a 40 in under eight seconds, I'm going to be shocked. He looks terrible. Terrible. That's more name than game. 
That's a guy I want no part of. Now watch, I'll score three touchdowns, and everybody go, Dr. Rodi, you're a big idiot. Maybe so, but I'll be okay with that. That guy couldn't even find out the smallest crease against Tampa Bay. Couldn't even turn the corner. Right? So we want to be contrarian without being crazy. Right? So find your guy. Now, a lot of people have asked me about Darius Geis. So let me talk about Darius Geis this week. I absolutely and positively do not know what to expect. I know that Adrian Peterson did not practice on Thursday. He's got a toe injury. But I still think Adrian Peterson expects to play. And Bill Callahan seems to think that he's going to rotate Geis and Peterson. Geis is not much of a catcher. Not much of a receiver out of the backfield. So I think you're going to see about somewhere between 8 to 10 touches for each of these guys against the Jets. Would I play Geis? No. I would not. I like playing guys who I can predict, that I could see the pathway. I don't see the Darius Geis pathway. What does he go, 8 for 65? I mean, that's, that's like the best day ever. 8 for 65 and a touchdown? Maybe? I don't see that. I'm seeing more like 8 for 34. But I just can't get behind that one. So... I know we're excited that Geis is returning, but I don't think Geis is nice this week. So be careful. If I feel differently about it tomorrow and we go over the games, I'll discuss it. But I think right now it's more hype and expectation than production. Remember, don't feed into the hype. Feed into the production. Okay? And we will break down guys who can do that. All right, taking a little break. Back with more right after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com backslash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID, that's G-R-I-D, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000 in addition to traditional betting. PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bets. So, for example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you bet the Browns minus three, if they beat the Steelers by five, you get five times your stake. That's pointsbet.com backslash GRID. Enter promo code GRID. And get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. I do want to caution. I'm just throwing this out there. I'm not telling you not to go to points bet. I think you should. I think it's a very intriguing concept. But if you bet the Browns and the Steelers win, you're in big trouble. You're going to lose. You you may win your multiple, but you lose your multiple. So just remember one thing when you're betting. Please remember not to bet your house, not to bet your car, not to bet your wife, not to bet your children. Okay? Bet what you can afford to lose. Just throwing that out there as a public service announcement. Okay? There you have it. All right. So today, I'm in a... Dynasty League with a lot of experts. And I'm just throwing out to you why I hate trading leagues. Okay? Because not all experts are created equal. Not all experts are as expert as you think they are. Between you and me, many experts kind of suck. So, I'm not going to name the names, even though I really would like to. And those of you who know me know I totally want to. One, tra- one guy who's a very astute owner, very astute, trades Miko Hardman, Deontay Johnson, and Irv Smith. Right? Okay, yeah. Good guys in a dynasty league. He gets Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, Emmanuel Sanders, and a fourth-round draft pick. And now when I see that, you know what I say? I have one word. Oh, Really? Oh, I mean, is it a good trade by the guy? Yes. He gives up three guys who have potential. And he gets three guys who can help him win this year. Of course, he's like my main competition. So I hate hate trading leagues. Because we're not all created equal. Some people make trades I don't like. If I do that, seriously? Irv, Deontay, and Miko Hartman for Chris Carson, Penny, and Sanders. I like Hartman as much as the next guy, but there is a guy named Tyreek Hill there and Sammy Watkins. Deontay Johnson, there's Juju. I don't know. I think he could have done a little better, dude. You're killing me here. You're killing me, Smalls. All I'm trying to do is win a league. I've got like the most points in that league. Well, the one good thing is, by the way, so I want to tell you a little story. This is a true story. So the same dynasty league I'm in, there was no trade deadline. None. So last year, people were still making trades in the playoffs. Meanwhile, I'm on the road to victory. I've got a really good team. And I cannot believe that there's no trade deadline. So, got to be honest, in the offseason, I say to the commissioner, who's this uh, new guy, a new commissioner, very good commissioner, by the way. He's always, like, emailing us. Is everybody happy? I I like him. He's a very good commissioner. And I go the following. And I have to pull this card. Hey, dude, if we have trades, if there's no trade deadline, I'm quitting the league. That's what I say. Because I can't imagine being in a league that doesn't have a trade deadline. 
that people can still make trades up to the last second. Who would do that? You could screw somebody from winning in two seconds if you didn't like them. You have to have a trade deadline in your league. Luckily, they put one in. I think it's week 11 or 12. Thank God. Because I was, as much as I like this league, I would have quit in two seconds. I don't want to go to week 15 and then somebody makes a trade like this and they get three guys for that week and, I'm, and I lose. That's not what I'm all about. By the way, I'm in this expert league, the same one I'm talking about. There's 16 teams in my division, 16 teams in another division. You play your league and then the two top, the North and South meet in the Grand Championship. I want you to know out of all those 32 teams, do you know how many people congratulated me on winning the league last year? Zero. Zero. Now, I didn't think I was such a bad guy. I try to be a nice person. I've never been in the league where nobody congratulated the winner before. Strange. Even if I didn't like the guy, I'd say, hey, good job, congratulations. I always send out that email. I always take that two seconds and just say, good job on the league. I, and, and can I tell you what else I do? Not only do I usually congratulate the winner for winning the league, I always thank the commissioner. Always thank the commissioner and say, thanks for a good year. Appreciate it. Because a commissioner's job is not easy. So something actually happened in my home league this week. I don't think I told you guys about it. But we have a rule that if you pick up a guy, you can't pick him up and drop him in the same week. I think that's a pretty good rule. So this guy in my league, in my division, as a matter of fact, who's probably the second best team in the league. He's in my division. I mean, he's got a great team. He's got Michael Thomas this week who's going to put up 87 points. He picks up Ito Smith last week. Right? Sure enough, a couple days later, Ito Smith goes in IR. And then this guy picks up Brian Hill. Problem is this. As a commissioner, admittedly, because I'm in 487 leagues, I, wasn't, I didn't pay attention. And I didn't see it until Sunday night. I should have not allowed the move right away. So, Sunday night comes. I see he has Brian Hill on his team. He shouldn't have Brian Hill. Why? Because Brian Hill should never have been picked up because he wasn't allowed to cut Edo Smith the same week he picked him up. So, I send an email to my assistant commissioner. And I say, hey, this is going to look like I'm self-interested. What do we do? Hill should not have been on his team. Then I send him an email. And I say, in the spirit of transparency, I want you to know that I sent an email to the assistant commissioner asking for his opinion, taking myself out of it, and I just want you to know what I did. And you know what he responds? I don't like the rule, but I understand it. Do what you need to do. It's okay either way. How nice was that? Most people would be... Hemming and hawing and screaming and yelling and threatening to quit the league 17 times over. Oh, if you do that, I'm quitting. Everybody's always quitting a league. You ever notice that? I'm quitting. I'm quitting. And sure enough, my assistant commissioner says he violated the rule. We got to throw him back. And I forward him the email. And you know, the truth of the matter was he did violate the rule. I didn't catch it. I should have caught it. It's on me. But I want to give him a lot of credit. A lot of credit. For you know what? Not every rule in a league goes your way. Not every rule works in your favor. So do me a little favor here. Stop threatening to quit leagues. Or if you're going to quit leagues, just do it. Like what I did. If you don't like a rule, don't be in a league. If there's no trade deadline, I would have quit. That's not a threat. That's a fact. I'm not threatening. I want to be in a league with a trade deadline. Because it affects the league. I don't want anything to affect the outcome of a league. There's, there's too much that goes into, too much effort that goes into leagues for that to happen. Right? 
So be careful. Be careful in the leagues that you play. Ask yourself, look at the rules. Can you make trades? How often can you make trades? With whom can you make trades? Is there a deadline to make trades? How does it affect the other teams in your league? I'm not thrilled about this guy's trade, but I can't quit the league. It was done with before the trade deadline. But sometimes you just have some bad owners. And there's nothing we could do about that. I would not have made this trade if I was this guy. But it's what's done is done. And there's nothing I can do about it except complain on the radio. All right, I want to take a look at some news and notes here, some practice news and notes first, sir. Okay. Jack Doyle returns to practice. He did not practice yesterday. He practiced today. Good news. Marquise Brown not practicing today due to an ankle injury. So let's watch that closely. The problem is with Hollywood Brown, when you are such a finely tuned athlete like he is, and you rely so much on your speed, the littlest thing can set these guys off. It's like John Ross. John Ross breathes the wrong way. He doesn't play. Marquise Brown looks to be that same way. They're not built this, they're not built like the other receivers. It's not DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf's like 6'4, you know, he's a chiseled god. Marquise Brown is like a buck 70. I mean, he's like, it's like a buck 70. So I don't know if he's going to play this week. Let's watch it tomorrow. But you got to be careful with guys like this. They're boom or bust. I told you, Adrian Peterson did not practice because of his toe. I think he plays. And I told you, the report was a good rotational system for guys and AP. AP's not upset. Remember earlier in the year when Jay Gruden was there, AP didn't even play. He didn't even suit up. Callahan's not doing that, so be careful. All right? Ty Johnson resumes practice today for the Lions. That's good news. He's still in the concussion protocol, but practicing means he's on track to play. All right, back with more right after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm gonna be honest, I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dr. Oda here with you, full-time fantasy, talking all things fantasy football. By the way, I spoke to my friend down in uh, Houston, Texas. That whole Astros thing is going to get a whole lot worse, people. And let me just say that my friend, he might have known a little bit about it. He might have known a little bit. He's a little connected to the organization. Let's just say this this isn't surprising everybody. And uh, it's going to be a big old mess when this is over. It's going to be a big old mess. And there's going to be a lot of suspensions and a lot of fines. And the Astros are going to take it on the chin because they were cheating. All right, Big Phil in Kentucky. What's up, Big Phil? Big Phil. See there, Sean? I guess not. Big Phil. I don't hear him. Unless I'm going deaf, I don't hear Big Phil. Call back. Big Phil, wait, 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 I just heard you. Speak. Oh, hey, um, you, you got me? Yeah, you must have gone through a tunnel or something like that. I am going through a tunnel. That's why I didn't hear you. <laughs> okay, hey, um, it's all mixing all the time on your show, isn't it? It um, is, it's all Joe mixing. <laughs> that was one of my questions. I kind of agree with uh, your friend that sent you a text message. you think that's going to continue or... Yeah, I is think it, it is. I think it's going to continue because the, the, the number one thing that you do for a, a young quarterback is you give him a receiver to throw too quickly and you let him throw out of the backfield. So look at what the Steelers did with Mason Rudolph. Threw the ball to Samuels a thousand times. With the Bengals, he's going to throw the ball to Boyd and he's going to throw the ball to Mixon. Boom. Okay. Well, I kind of like hearing that because I've got Mixon in several spots. Now, um, who are you starting Derek Carr over? Who are my choices? Okay, I've got I got Wentz, I've got Breeze. I'm not I'm, I'm well, starting easy, easy there. Yeah, Breeze is a superstar waiting to happen. Oh right. no. I'm gonna start Lamar, because Lamar is I heard he's pretty good, Big Phil. You've heard this guy, Lamar's good? Hey, I, I wanna say something. I gotta comment on that. Okay. I said I hope that everybody is enjoying this because as a uh global football season ticket holder. I watched what he's doing. You know, I got to see something like that every Saturday, like five or six times a game. And I'm just really glad that he's doing it in the NFL because I was kind of a little skeptical on whether he could. I didn't know how good he was going to be, but I'm just hope everybody can enjoy that. Big, big like fella, I'm going to shock you here. I saw him in high school because, remember, he's from Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was doing things down here in high school that nobody, I mean, he, it was like legendary. He, he could score in every play. That's how yeah, good he was. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. So I'm just glad it all transferred to getting better. And, yeah. All right, so to answer your question, I'm going to start Lamar. I'm going to start Prescott. I'm going to start Breeze. I'm going to start Deshaun Watson. Would I start Brady? Probably because he's Brady. After that, I think Derek Carr is the next best start. Okay. Because I think the only ones I have there, I don't have any uh, Watson, don't have any Brady. If I do have Brady, it's under Jackson. So. Yeah, I mean, I would. Okay. I, I, like well, ja- I like Jameis Winston, but not against the Saints. I like Josh Allen, but I, don't, I think it's going to be a Singletary week. I like Kyle Allen, but I don't know. I think, I think Carr is probably the fifth or sixth best starter this week, but I just don't see huge numbers. I see like 240 and two because I also see Josh Jacobs running in two touchdowns. Yeah, you like, God, you like Godwin a whole lot better than that Lattimore's out, right? I mean, even, I mean, that just puts a second 
the third best guy on Godwin instead of the second. Right. right. I, I mean, look, Godwin always tears up, always tears up the uh, the, the Saints. The Saints just never know how to cover him. So, and, they, and, and the Saints commit to covering Evans, which is always good for Godwin. So I, I think the guy who really scares me in DFS is Michael Thomas. This guy literally could have 22 catches this week. Yeah, I know. I only drafted him in one damn league this year. Really I know. If I have to go, if I, that is my biggest regret. If I, that, you know, when we took picking number seven, eight, nine, ten, I always overlook Thomas. I won't do that anymore. Oh, I was drafted Juju. <laughs> I know. And, you know, instead of Thomas, man, how good of a team would you have if you, man, yeah. I'd be rolling if, if I was on Thomas instead of Juju this it's year. It's true. I had Tyreek Hill in a lot of those leagues. If you had time yeah. Thomas instead of the, instead of Juju, instead of Hill, anything like that, you're my rich friend. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. all right. Talk all to right. you later. Talk to you soon. Take care. Yeah, yeah Michael Thomas is going to have a big week this week. Big. I mean, his ceiling, I would think, could be 40 fantasy points. 45 fantasy points. I think you're looking at 10 for 200 and two touchdowns. And I'm not even kidding. 10 for 200 and two touchdowns. So that's 42 points. That is possible. So the problem is, is that there's, there's so many guys in, in DFS that I like this week. I love Michael Thomas. I love Christian McCaffrey. I don't know if I can get them both on the same team, but I promise you I'll be spending the next few day, the next three days figuring out how to do that. Because if I have to like go with Sam Darnold as my quarterback, I, I might have to do that. Because McCaffrey should be putting up 50 points. And Thomas is going to put up 40 points. Between the two of them, I might get 100 between the two of them. That's no joke. I know that sounds crazy. So if that means getting back to that whole defensive question that, that somebody had earlier in the show, I might just put the Cardinals in for 1,500 so I can get Thomas and McCaffrey in my lineup. Thomas, McCaffrey, and I'll figure it out. That's my strategy this week. Thomas, McCaffrey, and I'll figure it out. I'll just find a bunch of cheap guys. And if I can just find the right cheap guys, I'm going to win. It's much like a DFS NBA lineup. I'll go Harden and Giannis, and I'll figure it out. But if those two guys get me 80 each, I'm at 160 with two players. I'm good. Now, it's not easy to win this week, that win this way, but it's doable. So I'm going to give you a guy. Let me give you a guy now because I'm, I, I, I may forget. And I don't want to forget to give you this guy. Because I came up with a narrative that I didn't even think about until earlier today. And you know I've got a couple of main things. The visionary plays include recency bias, which is this guy screwed me last week. It means I'm already in on him. And I love the revenge narrative. You know I love the revenge narrative. And then we've got this other narrative. It's called the hometown narrative. You ready? Where did Devin Singletary play football? Does anybody know? Anyone? Anyone? That's right. Florida Atlantic. The Mighty Owls of FAU. Do you know where Singletary's playing this weekend? He's playing down in Miami. Oh, he's going to have fans there. He is going to have fans there. And he is going to play well. If there's ever a week that I'm starting Devin Singletary, this is the week. I'm in because I like, I do, I like the, I like the hometown narrative play. I like when guys go home. I like when guys go play near where they went to school. They have a lot of fans there, and these guys get pumped up. I don't like Singletary's price as 6 Gs. I liked it way more when he was 5 Gs. But I'm going to find a, a spot for him in some lineup somewhere. I promise you that. Just like it. I like it a lot. The problem is this. I like Josh Jacobs even more. And Josh Jacobs is 6,900. It's kind of hard for me to say, oh, 
You know, but the problem is Jacob's going to be super chalky and Singletary won't be. But that's the pivot. That's, the, that's a pivot for you. Tevin Coleman, chalky. Singletary, not. I think that's something that I want to I, I teach people. And I do it also when you're thinking like applying to college, right? Everybody knows BC. Everybody knows BC. But does everybody know Stonehill or Brandeis or schools like that? Right? Sometimes you got to pivot. And that's what you got to do in DFS too. You don't pivot in seasonal. In seasonal, you play your best guys. That's what you do. You play your best guys and the best matchups, and you, and you go all in. But in DFS, you have to pivot. If Josh Jacobs is going to be 38% owned, right? Because Josh Jacobs is probably going to be 10 to 12% owned. But Singletary is going to be like 3% owned. Big difference. Now, is he as good? Probably not. Do I like Jacobs more? Yes. But 3% will own Singletary. And what if he has the big day that I'm hoping that he has? Then I become your rich friend. So that's what I want you guys to start to think about. How to pivot away from the popular play. How to pivot away from the popular play. Coleman, popular. Jacobs, popular. Right? Brian Hill, popular. Duke Johnson, not popular. Everybody has Brian Hill. Nobody has Duke Johnson. Brian Hill's 4,800. Duke Johnson's 4,000. It's a pivot. Right? I wouldn't pivot in the cash game. But I would pivot in a GPP. Because you want to be different. Right? That's, that's how you differentiate yourself. Remember, we don't need to do that in our seasonal leagues. In our seasonal leagues, you play your best guys, you start them, and you don't, think, and you don't look twice. Right? You don't even worry about it. You play your best guys. But in DFS, if you play in tournaments, you have to learn how to differentiate yourself. So let me give you another example. Nobody plays, well, Arizona's playing San Francisco. Ooh, San Francisco's run defense is real good. Who do people not want to play? Kenyon Drake. All of a sudden, Kenyon Drake gets interesting. Right? He's better than you think he is. You want to look for guys who have low ownership and high upside. Low ownership, high upside makes you my rich friend. That's how you have to think, okay? And we will work on this, and tomorrow when we break down the games, when we break down each game, we'll try to find the player or two who can differentiate you, right? So Carr, I really like, but in DFS, I'm not playing him. In seasonal, I'm happy to play him because I know he's safe. He's a safe, good play, right? But in DFS, I want no part of him because he's going to be owned more than he should. Now, sometimes it doesn't matter. Sometimes when you're talking about like a Lamar Jackson, you just play him because Lamar Jackson's special. It's a special talent. You don't overthink guys like that. You play your stars. You play James Harden. You play Giannis. You play, you play Michael Jordan. You play Lamar Jackson. You just play him. That's what you do. But I'm talking about the other players around your team. Okay, so we'll try to figure this out. We'll try to, you only have a few more weeks, right? We're in week 11. Maybe you can get cash in and somebody can get rich over the next five weeks. And if I help you do that, it'd be my pleasure. All right, guys, going to take a little break. The last one. And we'll be back talking more fantasy football right after this. Do you want to risk? Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. 
Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back with you here. Remember, wager talk up next. Keep it right here for them, live from Las Vegas, talking about all the things you need to know about gambling. All right, some news and notes. Alshon Jeffrey, sideline. Oh, my God. What's going to happen to Carson Wentz? Jeffrey on one leg against Stefan Gilmore, not good. Chase Edmonds, sideline. He's not playing. Jordan Howard practiced Thursday. That's good. He is the key to the game, by the way. If Howard runs well, the Eagles have a chance. If Howard does not, it's over. And I'll, I'll put Miles Sanders in that equation as well. Matthew Stafford sidelined. I told you that Ty Johnson played. David Montgomery, Matt Nagy said he lightly rolled his ankle. How does anybody lightly roll an ankle? Oh, I rolled an ankle. Yeah, but it was light. Don't worry about it. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. It's light. It's light ankle rolling. I think you got to be concerned about him right now. I do. Uh, looks like uh, Devin Funch is not going to suit up in Week 11. Adam Thielen, hooked on a Thielen, not practicing. He's, he's going to be out. You know that, right? I think they have their bye week next week. I got a Thielen on that. It's true, Sean. I got a Thielen on that. Thielen is not playing. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, no, this guy. This is, this is the week you have Le'Veon Bell and you're like, this is why I have Le'Veon Bell, to play the Redskins. Please let him do well. And uh, he'll be limited in practice, but he's playing. Uh, by the way, the Vikings uh, lose Brett Jones, but he's a backup, so I'm not really worried about that. And um, this is interesting here. Adam Schefter says he's skeptical that Colin Kaepernick will work out this weekend in Georgia. Let's just talk about it all week. Don't even spend time talking about it bothers me. All right. 
But time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Good luck tonight. It's Thursday night. Let's hope for a good game. I'm back tomorrow talking about the visionary games, the visionary plays of the week. All right, this is Dr. O saying be well and take care. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.